battlefield for my Lord. Yes, yes, God. Well, uh, sing a song. Uh, he chose me for his watchman. He stand on Zion's wall. Says, go and preach my gospel. Glad tidings unto yeah, all. That's what we got tonight. Glad tidings. Glad tidings unto all. Then another verse says, I took the gospel trumpet and I begin. It, we say to preach, but I begin to blow. And if the Lord will help me, I'll preach wherever I go. I feel tonight I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I've enlisted in this army not. I didn't enlist for one day or two. But when I made up my mind to go, I was going all the way. And it's been now nearly 54 years. And you know, just, I'm just as strong and just as happy and just as encouraged as I ever was in all when I was 18 years old. I just feel just as strong in the Lord tonight and stronger than I did then. But I tell you, I feel like going on. I feel like holy following God. I feel like keeping His commandments and walking in His ways. And I'm just glad for this privilege. I, uh, some of the children told me, said, well, I sure wouldn't want to have to preach the first sermon. Well, I guess the first sermon's good as the last. I, I surely won't get none of your sermons to copy from. I'll just have to preach my own sermon tonight. I, ain't got nothing, I won't have nothing to copy from, will I? Like Brother John said in his last sermon, Brother John Miller, he said, it's been so much for you, you just have to preach over what the rest of the preach. So I just won't be preaching over what the rest of the preach. Yeah, none of you preach, but... I just tell you, I'm glad of this privilege. I'm glad of this meeting. This is something we look forward to from one year to another. From one camp meeting to another, we begin to look forward. And I believe I see the young boy over there. Is that boy over there from Norway? And I said, son, are you going to camp meeting? He said, not this year. But he says, I'll be there next year. And here he is here this year. What is that song? It ain't no secret what God can do. If you can bring a boy down here like that, he ain't been sanctified very long and here he is, here to the camp meeting. I just tell you, it's wonderful what the Lord has done for us and what, he do, what he's done for me, he'll do for you. He'll do for others, too. I'm just glad for this privilege. In no secret what God can do. Meeting's over tonight, and she does. She'll know them all before meeting's over tonight. And uh, 
You see, the enemy tries to discourage the enemy. Yeah, tries to, well, she said it did discourage her. She <coughs> just fell down and cried about it. Her daughter said, get up and go. You're all ready. She got up and went, and here she is. I just tell you, I'm glad for it. I'm glad for this. Now I'm going to read it. I hope I won't get in such a hurry that I can't read all I want to read tonight. But I just sit that I, I just um, want, in all such a hurry, you know, I just can't get to that. Kind of like Brother Eddie, you know, I get all stammered up. But I just hope that the Lord will just let me be calm and take my time till I can get in what I want to get out tonight. But anyhow, it, it, I'll get what the Lord wants me to get out anyhow. Now, here in the first of Joel, it says, uh, I've been thinking over the condition that the world is in today. And this, uh, these little scriptures came to my mind. This is the first chapter of Joel, the word of the Lord that came to Joel, the son of Pethol. Hear this, ye old men, and give ear all the inhabitants of the land. Has this been in your days, or even in the days of your fathers? Tell ye your children of it, and let your children tell their children, and their children another generation. Yes, God is going to tell them something. Tell it to your children, and let your children tell it to the other children, and the other children tell it to the other children. And know it says now... Tell it to, let tell ye your children of it, and let your children tell their children, and their children another generation. That which the palmer worm hath left has a, the locust eaten. I just, when I read this, I said, I, I never, this looks like the, everything's all eat up. The world's gone, gone away from God, forgotten in days without number, don't know the resting place. And just seemed like it, if, it, if one thing comes along and, and you get that kind of straightened out and then something comes along and eats, eats that up and, and they eat this up and they eat that up and so here they come, the whole army of them, eat up all, everything that God wants to, to sow in the hearts of people. And so he says that with the palmer worm is left, the, the palmer worm couldn't eat all but the locusts come along and eat it, you see. Now you'll see, if you, know, if you don't know just what I mean about this scripture, there's always something uh, to discourage or destroy or eat up or tear down or uh, destroy the word of God, the work of the Lord, the plan of salvation. He don't, the devil don't want it. Huh? They just try to destroy what, uh, just ever, anything and everything. They, if, if, if the palmer worm don't eat it all, why the locusts will come along and he'll get it. And if the locusts don't get it, why then the canker worm will come along and he'll get it. And they just, uh, it's all eat up, looks like they, just, you know, this, this is a description of that the thing, the condition of the world was before Christ came. But let me tell you, it's in the same today, same condition today in the hearts of people that haven't got the Lord. It's the same condition today. I know this was before Christ came and it looked like everything was gone and eat up and there was nothing left. But it's the same. I looked over the world and I said, it's the same condition today. There's just something to eat up every good thing that the Lord puts out. And so... That which uh, the canker worm has a canker worm eaten. That which the canker worm has left has a caterpillar eaten. And he didn't know about them termites, I guess, in them days. But I tell you, there's just so many old things. That my husband was a, used to farm, and he said there was a, a bug standing there with his mouth open, eat everything up that comes to the ground. Well, that's just the way it is. I thought about that's just the way the devil is. He's trying to eat up every good thing that God puts out. He put out a flood to try to destroy that child the first thing, didn't it? He threw a flood out after he tried to destroy it, but the Lord fixed a place down there in the law. And it looks to me like the Lord's going to fix a place here and for the, take care of the people. Now it's a, that is, we see the condition that everything's in, and uh, the field is wasted, and the land mourneth, and the corn is wasted, and the new wine's dried up, and the oil languishes, and just everything's gone. But I thought about, a, thought about an old prophet here, and he said, 
And that's the way I feel about it. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall there be bind in the, the fruit in the vine, and the labor of the olives shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat, and the flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there will be no herd in the stall. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. And now I'm just going, I read you that. Now I'm going to read you a few, little bit how to get out of that condition. The world's in that condition we see today. The world, that everything is gone, everything's eat up, and the people have got nothing to look forward to. They said their hopes are gone, and their hopes are lost, and their, their hopes are dried up, and everything, everything's gone. Now I'm going to tell you how we can find a way. That was before Christ came, I know, but I say that's the condition that the world is in today. Just the condition, I tell you, uh, you can go right out of here and ask the people now uh, that's not serving God and it's just not away with them. Everything is eaten up and gone. What the palmer worm didn't eat, the caterpillar eaten, or the, cat, or the locust or something until they just got nothing left. Uh, but I tell you, I'm going to tell you how you can get it all back. He said, one place here he says, uh, O Israel, return unto the Lord thy God, for thou hast fallen by thine iniquity. That's what you went. You're fallen by your iniquity. And what you've got to do now is return unto the Lord your God. Return to the Lord, Isaiah said, and he'll have mercy upon you and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon you. Now the condition that the world is in today, if you return unto the Lord, he will have mercy. If you turn to the Lord, he'll have mercy upon you. And unto our God, for he will abundantly pardon you. He says, O Israel, return unto the Lord thy God, for thou hast fallen by thine iniquity. And then over here in the second of Joel, it says, Gather, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children. I guess that's what Marty wants to do now. Just gather everything in here now and go to pray and go to make a supplication and go to seek in the Lord and go in to put, put everything in the service of the Lord and the Lord will hear and answer our prayer. Now he says, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, those that suck the breath, let the bridegroom go out of her chamber and the bride out of, the bridegroom go out of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Let the priest, the minister of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar, and let them say, Spare thy people, O Lord, and give not thine heritage to report, reproach, but that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore shall they say among the people, Where is their God? That's what they're saying. They, Where is God? Who is right? Which way is right? Where shall we go? What shall we do? But he says, Return unto the Lord thy God. Thou hast fallen by thine iniquity. It's your fault that you're in what you're in today. You went away from the Lord. Days without number, you forgot the Lord. He said uh, his hand is not short, that he cannot save. Neither is his ear heavy, that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you. That's what's the matter with the people. It seemed to me like, uh, I never thought about it. I never preached first night in in the tabernacle and uh, uh, camp meet my life, but it's like Mac Alice said, it's like uh, picking geese in, in a storm. I tell you, you're meeting your friends and talking and everything so much, and I can't hardly make you hear you all talking so much, uh, talking to each other, and you don't even care less about the Word of God. You're talking and whispering and telling each other, it's like picking geese in a storm. The colors are flying away, it just looks like the words is going away. And, uh, and so I
going to do that. Get up by your bed. Pray on your bed. You can pray on your bed. I know you can pray on your bed. I tried getting up one night. She feel good. They didn't have nobody to volunteer from one from five o'clock to five thirty. I always wake up at five o'clock every morning. I said I'll pray. And I went out and I prayed. And I tell you, it's a, it's a, it's just marvelous that the people that have come to your mind that that hour that you were off there by yourself in your closet with your door shut. The people that will come to your mind that you can pray for, and it's not the, the sacrifice, you know. We don't ever get nothing unless we make a sacrifice. It's our, our own sacrifice that the Lord blesses us. I know we can lay on our bed and pray. Just like, uh, just as good as maybe as anybody. I don't know as it would do so much good. Because I learned a lesson about that when uh, Blanche Antrimon uh, was seeking the Lord. And she's, we all going to meet over to raise and pray that night for her. Because she wanted to be sanctified. And I said to Jean, you can't go, Jean. I said, we'll pray, we'll pray you're at home. I said, you've just been all the week and you can't go. And I went upstairs and going upstairs and I said, if Blanche is over there in the ditch, I wouldn't go upstairs and pray. I'd go on out where she was if Blanche, if Blanche was over there. I mean, that Blanche Estrebaugh was over there in the ditch and she's really in something worse than a ditch. And so uh, we went out there and we had to a few minutes before she was sanctified. And I tell you, uh, it's a little effort put forth. Uh, it's just the, it's a making the effort and making the, is it where, you know, you have to, you consecrate, you have to, and then now you have to do something for the Lord for respect him to do something here. Yes, go and sit down and say, Lord bless me and my wife and my son John his wife and us four no more get up go out to bed and have a good time and sing a shout. Lord, you better go to praying for, for that one and that one and that one and that one. And then I tell you, uh, I tell you, just well, pray for all of them because one soul is just as good as another. One soul is just as precious as another. In the sight of God, you might say, well, they must good at praying for that because they've done this and that and the other and the other. Don't even think about what they're going through. Lord, don't think about it. Lord, don't think about what they're doing. I mean, he wouldn't hurt that woman when she come to him. That woman, that woman that was sitting there, when he was sitting there on that well, that woman come to him. If he said, well, he no good talk to that woman, because he knew what she'd done, just as good as, good as them people that come up there. He knew what she'd done, he no good talk to her, but he went right on preaching to her. He went right on preaching to her, and, and he got her, got her saved, and she went on, right on in the, that Samaritan, and the revival started right then, so if we get two or three of them, we, it might get a revival started right then, because she went right back in that city, and she said, come see a man that told me everything I ever done. And she didn't know who he was or what he was, nothing to talk about, but just come see a man that told me everything I ever done. And the Lord knows everything you've ever done. And he knows what you're doing at night. He knows how you're acting. He knows how you're listening to God's word. He knows all about it. And so if you want to be blessed to the Lord, I tell you, you've got to be in earnest. Take earnest oh, yeah, yeah. for the Lord to bless you. I'm getting off my subject now. But I'm coming right back here. It says, uh, let the, the bride, you see the, the bridegroom's going out of the chamber, the bride's going out of the closet, and the, and the priest and the minister of the Lord, they're going to weep between the courts and the altar. And let them say, Spare thy people, O Lord. Give not thy heritage to reproach, that the heathen shall rule over them. Therefore shall they stay among the people. Where is their God? That's what they say. But I tell you, we're not going to, get, not going to be given over to reproach. We're not going to be given over to the heathen. If we put our trust in God, if we pray, if we come out of the closets and come out of the chambers and get out of our bed, go anywhere where you feel like that the Lord wants you to go, just go on and pray, whether it seems appropriate or not, why, just go right on out and pray. I tell you, the Lord will hear and answer our prayer. Then he says, then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. Yea, the Lord will answer and say, Behold, I'll send you corn and wine and oil, and ye shall be satisfied therewith, and I will no more make you reproach among the heathen. 
And I got to skip on down here because I got a little bored. And it says, Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord. That's what we're doing, ain't it? Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord, your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month, and the floor shall be full of wheat. Everything was eaten up and gone. Everything was gone. There were no, didn't have nothing to eat. What caterpillar uh, left by the canker worm in, what canker worm left by caterpillar eating, everything was ate up and gone. But here's what he said. Right in the next chapter, he said, Your floor shall be full of wheat, and the fat shall be overflowed with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. We'll restore them right back to it. I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, and the canker worm, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you, and they shall eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God. Yes, and ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, that I am the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. And it's just, now that's the Joel, now that's, now that's just pretty. Go and tell, tell dad about them sons and daughters. Go and prophesy. But I ain't got time to read all that. I want to read a little bit, a little bit right here in Jeremiah. Then I'll be through. I'll just be, I just want to go on just like it started. And I will, re- let me see. And I will restore health unto you. Not anyhow, I'll read on and see what. I will restore health unto you, and I will heal your wounds, saith the Lord, because they call thee an outcast thing. This is thine, whom no man seeketh after. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I bring again the cap- captive of Jacob's tent, and have mercy on his dwelling, and dwelling places, and the city shall be built upon their own heap, and the palaces shall remain after the manner thereof. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, given, and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. Put them multiply them, and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. I, their children also shall be as aforetime, and their congregation shall be established before me. And I will punish all that oppress them. Now this is what I like. He's going to establish his covenant with his people. He's going to... He says, our children will be established before us. And here's what he said, and they shall, their children also shall be as aforetime, and their congregation shall be established before me, and I will punish all that oppress them. So you better not oppress the people of God. You better not say nothing about the people of God. You better not oppress God's people. He says, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. So you better not talk nor oppress or say nothing about the people of God, because here's what he says. And I, and I punish all them that oppress thee. Here's another verse I like. And their nobles shall be of themselves. Don't have to go off somewhere else and look for our nobles. They're right here among us. That's right. Our nobles. That's right. Nobles. I tell you, it, yeah. it looks to me like it's the noblest people I ever saw. Yeah. You look noble to me. I tell you, you look good to me. I don't know how you look to each other and how you look to yourself when you go before the glass. But I tell you, uh, when I look on God's people, you look noble to me. You're noble. That's what he says. Their nobles shall be of themselves, and their governors shall proceed from the midst of them. Oh, I have to go out somewhere and look for some governors, somebody governor. Our governors shall be right here in the midst of them. Yeah. Just pick them right out. Everybody, yeah. I tell you, they're just, just so many of them, you need to just pick them right out. Our yeah. governors shall be in the midst of them. I like this. I like yeah. this. Ain't much here to preach from, but this is good. 
I tell you, it's, it's pretty to read if you can't preach about because everybody don't understand what this means, but I know what it means. I mean, there our governors is right here. I know that our nobles is right here among us, and we don't have to go somewhere to get them. No. But let me tell you, if if we ain't got enough of them, the Lord's able to raise up some more. Yeah. I'd raise up some more. Yeah. I tell you, he can do that. He told yeah. David, i give you this and that and the other and the other, and if that hadn't been enough, I'd give you some more. Yeah. I tell you, uh, I went out when David went out there, numbers and people, there's so many, so many, why God could give him the whole, the whole country. Why not go out there and try to number God's people? Of course, I was trying out here on top of lot and try to number God's people. And God could make every one of them his people. Yeah. In a mighty few minutes, if I try to number them, I'm not trying to number God's people. I'm going to let God number them. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, uh, your noble chapter. I like to read that. I'm going to read it to you again. If I can find it. I tell you, and their noble shall be of themselves, and their governor shall proceed from the midst of them. And I will cause him to draw near, and he shall, he shall approach them. For who is this that engaged his heart to approach them to be, saith the Lord? And ye shall be my people, and I'll be your God. Yeah. If you children just look at that, just like it is. And they shall be my people, and I'll be their God. Yeah. If we got the Lord for our God, I tell you, there ain't nothing going to harm us. Greater is he that's within you than he that's in the world. If we got God on our side, he said, if I'm for you, who can be against you? If I'm for you, I put down, I sit up. I, I get up, take up, and, and I put out. He can just do anything yeah. he pleases. And if he's for us, he's more than all that can be against yeah. us. He shall be my people, and I will be your God. But I better quit, hadn't I? At the, at the same time, saith the Lord, will I be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. At the same time, right now, at the same time when it says, I'll be your God, and ye shall be my people. At the same time, saith the Lord, I'll be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Yeah. Thus saith the Lord, the people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness. And even Israel, when he went out, to caused him to rest. The Lord hath appeared of old to me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. Yeah. That's the way we're going to get them. If we get them at all, we're going to get them by love. Yeah. We're going to get them by love and kindness. By my love and kindness have I drawn thee. And what would be any more nicer than for us? Uh, I don't care how many people comes out here at five, five or five. I don't when I got to pray five thirty or five. I'll be here at five and and prayer. I don't care how many people comes out here to pray with me. What would be any nicer than to, uh, these sinners around here? They may be asleep somewhere on their bed and they wake rouse up and they say, "Well, there people's out there praying for me." There people's out there at that tabernacle praying for me. Uh, I tell you, it's good to do them good. Because we had a prayer, we've had two prayer meetings down there in Norfolk and. Somebody stepped up and said, let's have prayer, let's have prayer meeting in the morning at 6 o'clock. That sounds awful, don't it? 6 o'clock, that's when everybody likes to sleep. We, I said, I'll be with you, I'll be with you. One of the said, you don't need to come to this you're too old, but I was there before 6 o'clock. I tell you, I was right there praying, I tell you. And, uh, and we, our prayers got answered. We got them two boys right then. First, first we got three. On the, we had prayer, prayer service at 6 o'clock one morning, we got three. And the next morning we had prayer, we got two. And when you go to pray and you go to get them. Let me tell you, when you go to make a sacrifice and go to praying, you're going to get them. That's how, that's how, Isaac, that's how Abraham got that blessing. I tell you, that he loved that boy. But when he took that boy and went up there, when God said, take your son, your only son, and go up there. He said, Lord, how am I know you're going to bless me? He said, it's going to be up on your own sacrifice. That's how you're going to know it's going to be up on your own sacrifice. Take your boy, take that son, thine only son, and go up there. 
Abraham's living today, ain't he? Abraham's right here today. I tell you, if we obey God, if we make a sacrifice and obey God, God will bless us. The blessings are coming. You need to say, well, I wonder how many blessings there is for me. And wonder, you just be the people and all these blessings is for you. Just, you just find out if you're the people of God and then you open the Bible and read them and they're all yours. That's, what's that said? Every blessing, every word, and every all, every, oh, it's all mine. Every, everything is in yours, mine. Every blessing. Every, every bit mine. Every, every chapter, every word. shall be satisfied with my goodness, saith the Lord God. Saith the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord, his voice, no, thus saith the Lord, refrain thy voice from weeping and thine eyes from tears, for thy work shall be rewarded, saith the Lord. And they shall come again from the land of the enemy. I there was something that I was going to read right here. Behold, I'll bring them from the north country, and I'll gather them from the coast of the earth, and with them the blind and the lame and the women with child and her that travaileth and with child together a great company shall return thither. Well, that's what, we, that's what we're praying for, for the people to return unto the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Refrain thy voice from weeping and thine eyes from tears, for thy works shall be rewarded, saith the Lord, and they shall come again from the land of the enemy. There is hope in thine end, saith the Lord, that thy children now come again to their own borders. That's what we got to rejoice about. There is hope in the end. The children's going to come. The children's going to come again to the Lord. 
I have surely heard Ephraim promoting himself thus. Thou hast chastened me, and I was chastened as a bullet, unaccustomed to the yoke. Turn thou me, and I shall be turned, for thou art the Lord my God. Now you all know about Ephraim. He said he was a cake unturned, didn't it? The Bible said he was a cake unturned. But he said, turn me, Lord, turn me, turn me. And the Lord turned it. We might think this people's cakes is unturned here. They can't be turned. But I tell you, when you get to praying, the Lord will turn them. He said, he said Ephraim was a cake unturned. I guess he couldn't turn over that cake at all. And there's a lot of people we think uh, they're just about the un cakes unturned. They say they're hard nuts, and they say they're this and that and the other. But uh, they ain't hard, and the Lord gets those of them. The Lord can soften them up. Behold, the day comes, saith the Lord, that I will sow the house of Israel, and the house, and the house of Judah will see the men, and will see the beast. And, it, and in those days they shall say no more, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth this other night. But every one shall die for his own iniquity. Every one shall eat the sour grapes. Everyone that eats the sour grapes and his teeth shall be set on edge. If my children eat the sour grapes, it don't, it don't have set my teeth on edge. They can go ahead and eat your sour grapes. But I tell you what, I, I'm just going to eat and drink this wine from heaven and I won't have to bear their iniquities. But every, everyone that eats the sour grapes, why, they're the ones that teeth will be set on edge. And it's uh, but every behold the day come, saith the Lord, that I'll make a new covenant with the house of Israel. He wanted to have that covenant like that, that the son's going to bind the nickel of the father, and the father of the son. If the son does wrong, why the father's got to be punished for it. If the father does wrong, the son's got to be punished for it. But he says, Behold, the day come, saith the Lord, that I'll make a new covenant with the house of Israel. And with the house of Judah, not according to the covenants that I made with their fathers in the days I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break, although I was a husband unto them, saith the Lord. But this is, shall be the covenant that I will make with them after those days. I, I will put my law in their inward parts and write them in their hearts, and I'll be their God, and they shall be my people. Now I'm going to skip right on you. Thus saith the Lord, which giveth the sun for a light by day, and the ordinance of the moon and the stars for a light by night. Listen, children, he does all this, you see. He divides the sea when the waves thereof roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus saith the Lord, if heaven above can be measured and the foundation of the earth searched out beneath, I will also cast off the seed of Israel from all that they have done, saith the Lord. But the Lord ain't going to cast us off. The Lord won't do it. He said, because these covenants are not going to change, and the Lord's not going to cast his people away. Behold, the day has come, saith the Lord, the city shall be built to the Lord from the tower of Haniel unto the court, unto the gates of the corner. I'm going to read them with that, because it's getting late. But I tell you, there's just so much in here, I just can't get it out. It all one time, but maybe I'll get to talk again and tell you how I feel. But I tell you, I'm encouraged to go every step of the way. I feel like traveling on. And I'm just encouraged with everybody. And I want everybody to enjoy themselves. And as Brother George said, I want you to feel at home and feel this is our church, our home, our campground.